First Timothy chapter 4. And we'll read verse 7. It says, but refuse um, profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself rather unto what? Godliness. For bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Proverbs chapter 22. Let's, let's do Proverbs 22. And verse 6. How many of us parents have quoted this scripture? There are children before me. How many children have had this from their parents? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, they will just say the Bible says. <laughs> if you ask them for chapter and verse, you give me get another slap. <laughs> you say, train up a child, right? In the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child the way he should go. And he won't depart from it. So there's something about training. Okay? So the Bible tells us that we should refute old wise fable, but we should rather exercise or train ourselves unto what? To godliness. So there is what is called training unto godliness. Amen. Paul told Timothy, he said, you exercise yourself. In other words, train yourself. Now, Paul was speaking to Timothy as a pastor. Okay? And uh, uh, despite the fact that he was a minister, he, he still placed a demand on him that he should uh, take up the responsibility of training himself. Amen. I remember when was. I went to the boarding house. I was privileged to go to the boarding house. And um, around this time of the year, when we resume school, January to March, we usually do our second, we usually do our inter-house sports, right? Second term, okay? And um, we used to prepare for a, a nine-kilometer nine race. We called it ERA race then. We used to race from our school, you know, to era and back. You know, the northerners were the ones that always came first. <laughs> you know, and uh, so uh, we we just used to stroll. It was an opportunity for us to stroll and uh, go to cashew bush, you know, pluck cashew, you know, and <laughs> so, you know, so that's what we did. I don't think... I'm not sure whether I ever got to the end in those six years. Maybe more than, I don't think I did more than twice. <laughs> you know, but so um, to prepare for it, they will have to wake up us at 5 a.m. in the cold, Hamatan cold. You know, for us to come and jog around the school. So, we 5 a.m., we'll get up. He'll say, we well, are come and jog. I'll be like, are ah, you stressing me? I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to run the race. I may start, I may not get to the end. 
You know, 5 a.m. with the cold when you want to wrap yourself, you know, with the with with blankets, you know. Maybe at that time, that's when you just you are trying to turn to Jia 4 of your sleep. And the seniors will tell you, you have to get up. Everybody, get up, get out. You know. And you know, some of those seniors, they won't they won't leave home. But <laughs> But you say, everybody, out, 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 out. <laughs> you know, so we do jogging, you know, practicing and all that. We were, I, I used to do short distance races and the, and the jumps. So we used to do that in the evening. So what we discover is the people, the guys that usually win, right, are the ones that take it serious. Just for them, I mean, once the door, the gate of the dorm is opened, you see them, they're already out. Already out. They are joking. You are strong. Even within the, within the school, you are, some of us will just be strolling. But you've gone one, two, three, four. Ah. You know, and at the end of the day, little wonder, they will be the one to win. Why? Because they did what they trained. Praise the Lord. Now, we are talking about not just a one-time thing. Training is not a one-time th- event. Praise the Lord. Spiritual training is not just a one-time event. And I said, okay, you know what? We are going to have a vigil. Let's all come. We are going to pray in tongues for the next five hours. And we all do it. But that doesn't mean that we have been trained. Doesn't mean so. Training is an everyday affair. It's something that you do daily. You hear about those sportsmen, you know, when a competition is coming, everybody is shouting, Amushan, is is that her name now? Is it Amushan? You know, Amushan or Amushan? Amushan, okay. Amushan. You know, she's, she's winning, winning, you know, medals here and there. But you see, while you are in your houses, right? While you are eating what you feel like eating. Praise God. You know, many of times many times we eat based on what we feel, based on our feelings. I feel like eating is how we eat. Praise the Lord. You know. I told myself, I don't usually take uh, uh, wine, but I said, this Christmas, I must take it. This is Christmas. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> Nothing will happen. This is Christmas. <laughs> I was just walking based on my feelings. But those guys, whether they feel like or not, they don't work based on their feelings. They work based on their coach's timetable, their full time, you know, very, their regiment, very strict. That is what is called training. 
So in training, you are strict. You are going through a routine in training. Remember reading about Mike, Mike Tyson in his heydays. He said when it's, you know, six months to prepare, I mean, to, to, I mean, to, to a, a fight or a bout that he had. He would wake up 4.30 a.m. He would jog certain kilometers. 4.30 a.m. You know? To be able to achieve what he achieved. And the year he was busted by Buster Douglas, you know, it was traced back to his, uh, uh, to, to, to him not training like he used to. He got so used to winning, he got into his head. By the time he even got into the ring, he was overweight. So, Spiritual training is the same thing. May you not be an ex in the kingdom of God. You know, they call, you have what they call ex-service men. May you not be an ex-service man in the kingdom of God. And for you not to be, you have to what? Train. Keep training. See, the training never ends. Because it's, what does training help you to do? It helps you to be fit. You know, one of the, uh, well, I, I, I would say I thank God. I, was, I don't envy them any longer. I always, I used to envy them when I was younger. Right? But because I wanted to be like them, I wanted to be a medical doctor. But you know, medical doctors, no matter how old they are, they must keep reading. Amen. They must keep reading. Why? Imagine you going to meet, you going to meet, you have an appointment with a medical doctor. And say, this doctor, the last time he opened the book was five years ago. Will you want him to treat you? <laughs> you would do. You want. You won't want to. Because they have to keep reading. Why? Because what they are handling is lives. I remember when we, uh, 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 we had uh, 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 after we had a baby, and my wife went to the hospital, and uh, they, it was through CS, you know. And then this one doctor saw and said, "Who caught you like this?" Where did you do this? Not knowing that it was an archaic old way of doing CS that they used for her. I wish I'd known. <laughs> you know, the doctor was like, who does this now? Who does it? So I was like, yeah, so you mean it's been a long time they've stopped using that kind of method. Praise the Lord. See, your life 
matters to you. And it matters to God. And so you cannot have, we as believers, others may, but we, we, we can't. Tobi Amushon may say, oh, you know, let us give you, um, which fat food now can so which fatty food can you, chicken and chips. Awesome. You know, someone say, Toby, it's just one day. It's just one day. It's just one day. Ah, it won't, you know, they always say, it won't harm. There is no harm. You know, it won't kill. It won't kill you. But you say, others may, but I can't. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him. He did what? He endured the cross, despising the shame. Because of what God wants to do with your life because of where you are going to, others may, but you can't. Glory to God. So, for spiritual exercise, except you just don't want to fulfill God's plan for your life, except that doesn't mean anything to you, Except your spiritual fitness doesn't mean anything to you. Hallelujah. And please, get me right. Spiritual fitness, I mean, is not measured by how much you have in your bank account. I hope you know that. There are two different things. Glory to God. So, what's the essence of this one? What's the essence of this one? What's the essence of this one? After all, I mean, it's not even showing in my bank account. How can you reduce your spirituality to bank accounts? What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Some certain things have got to, we've got to start holding some certain things more dear to us. It says godliness is profitable. Go back to it, verse 8. First Timothy chapter 4. It says it's profitable. In all things. Right? Having a promise of life that now is and the one to come. We want to dominate over the forces of darkness here. We want to exercise our dominion. Here we must train ourselves. We must train ourselves. You know, training, ex- how we exercise, how much ex- spiritual exercise we give to ourselves. You know, last week I told you, I said, if it's business school, go to business school. Here, it is Bible school. We'll teach you what is in the Bible. Hallelujah. And the word says that you should exercise yourself. Say, when you train yourself in the way that you should go, you won't depart from it. You won't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We mentioned training ourselves to meditate on God's word. Train yourself. Don't don't just be a Sunday, Sunday Bible looker. And you know, I thank God for electronics. 
Thank God for electronics. Thank God for those gadgets. But you see, there are some certain things. I've been a Christian now. I've I got born again very young, very young, and no apologies for it. I was nine when I got born again. Right? And uh, we were trained to always make sure that when we come to church, we have our Bibles with us, we have our note writing materials with us. We are trained that way. We are trained that way. It was just recently, I, 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 saw that I still had write, uh, notes, message notes, as far back as 1997. In fact, I saw 1996 camp meeting notes in my house. We're trained to do it. Because when you come to church, don't just come to church and just be looking. No. How many things can you how many things can you store in your head? It's been, it's been said that only about 10% of what you hear today that you will remember. It's part of training. Paul said to Timothy, he said, he said, tell, he said, bring those parchments. Bring them. Those books. Put up. I, 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 we, 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 I just recently just did a um, what do you call it book cabinet or something. So my, my my daughter asked me, "Say where did I get all these books from?" I said, "I bought them from live from bookshops." So she asked me, "Have you read read all these books?" I said, "I've read. I'm sure I've read up to eighty percent, eighty five percent of them." She said, "What?" I said, "Yes." The ones that I've not read, probably they are the ones that maybe somebody just gave me, you know, but if I bought it, I'm re I've read it. We have to give ourselves to what? Study, meditating on the word. Now, what does it mean to meditate? Amen. Um, what does it mean to meditate? Uh, let me ask a question. How many of you have had a a major project in your office before. You've had a major, office, major project handled in your office. You don't have offices. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Now, and you took time to think about that project. Right? You took time to think about it, to think, to ponder on it. What that thing that you did, right? That is what is called meditation. That's what is called meditation in very simple terms. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
How many of you have done, okay, do, if you are married here, let me see your hands up. When you were going to get married, right, did you think about the wedding? I'm, or you just woke up in the morning and said, oh yeah, yeah let's marry. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you rolled it over on your mind, you know, the, especially the ladies, you know, how the color of the day, the, you know, the, you know, how the ladies are going to enter. In fact, it's so serious now how to, the dance steps to enter. Everything is, you know, you just wonder. Say, ah, you put, a, you, all those things, they will do rehearsals. No, no, in the rehearsals, they've pondered on everything, how everything is going to go. Hallelujah. All that took place through the process of meditation. Amen. And that's what, that is what God wants us to do with what? With the word of God. I was listening to Reverend Amiko yesterday at... Um, in this question and answer session at uh, Wafbeck that they just ended yesterday. And someone asked him that, why is it that, you know, the person said, they, they, said she teaches, uh, so there's a lady that asked the question, so she's taught people on, you know, uh, righteousness, consciousness, and things like that. And when she hears new creation realities, and when those people hear, people hear it, they are, they are excited. But when it comes down to, to when the rubber meets the road and things happen in their lives, you don't see the results. You don't see, you don't see the results of those messages. So why? He now said, unfortunately, in our days, Right, a lot of Christians do not meditate on the word. They don't meditate on the word. So we have, and it is the word of God that you meditate on that will become light to you. The word of God that enters into your heart. Jesus talked about the seed of the word of God in Mark chapter 4 in the parable of the sower. He said, he said, these are they that hear the word. It enters their heart. How does the word enter? The word does not enter by you just hearing me now. If you do not take what I wear, you are taught now and you take it home and think about it, ponder over the messages. You know, listen, meditation is really what are you doing with meditation is you knocking the door of your spirits to get that word inside it is the word that you own that manifests for you hallelujah and you get that word into you through meditation so meditate on these things give yourself completely to them and then your profiting will now appear. We are products of revelation knowledge. 
And revelation knowledge comes by meditation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Meditation takes you from where you are. It gives, begins to give you pictures of what the word of God can, 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 can do for you. Possibilities. Hallelujah. Meditate. He told Joshua, don't, say, don't let this thing, don't, don't let it go away from you. Every day, meditate on it day and night. When you are going on the road, think about God's word. Put the word of God. Hallelujah. Put the word of God. Let, it pick, let, let there be a picture of God's word. In your heart. Glory to God. The, 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 bless, the blessing side of, of these gadgets, uh, you know, is that you can, we now have audio Bibles. You can keep listening to. You have messages uh, that you can keep listening to. Never let a day pass. Listen, this is discipline. Discipline is what every day, what you do every day. Don't let a day pass without you listening to the word of God. There's too much jargons and junker to listen to. So you find that the, 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 the depth of conviction is shallow because there is no the, because there is no depth of meditation. Speak the word of God to yourself. Quote the Bible. Memorize them. When was the last time you memorized a Bible, a Bible passage? If you're a member of this church and you have not memorized all of the Pauline prayers, then means that tells me that you are not reading your Bible. You should have it here. Glory to God. Listen, if you can, if you can do the, if you can go through the, the, the regals, of putting it here. Right? It shows that you are a studious person. He said, don't let it depart from your eyes. Keep them where? In the midst of your heart. Not on your tab. Let it go from the tab right to the heart. Keep them there. Keep them there. Let it go from the pages of the book. Let it come here. Let it come here. Create time for it. Those athletes, they create time for their for their practice. They don't just do it randomly. 
They don't just do it any any time they feel like doing it. What they set time for it. Hallelujah. You set time. You set time for meditation. You set time for praying. Hallelujah. You set time for it. Set time for personal retreats. Even if, you know, did you know you can just say, okay, this year, every once in one day in a month, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just shut myself and just do a personal retreat with God. It's discipline. He says, you know, James said, draw near to God. And he will do what? He will draw near to you. He said, draw near to you. It doesn't mean that God is not on the inside of us. You know what it means. Right? You know, he's not saying that, oh, God is far away from us. But you know what? God can feel far. Not God will feel. You. You can feel God far away from you. You know, husband and wives can be sleeping inside on the same bed, right? And still be far away from each other. Hallelujah. Once fellowship is, is not regular, what will happen? You'll be far away. So you can feel far away from God. But when you have a reg, when you have some regular, praise God. Praise God. For me, my 5 a.m. is very precious to me. My 5 a.m. is very precious to me. I must pray in tongues 5 to 6 every morning. Minimum. The other day I was praying in tongues and the Lord, I just felt the Lord say, that was last week, uh, Thursday. I felt the Lord said, why don't you just worship a bit? Amen. I wonder why it's been a long time I've worshipped for one hour straight up. Okay, Father, I'll just do that. You know, that's fellowship. Was I worshiping for a miracle? No. Don't wait until you need a miracle before you do those things. They will be strange to you. It will be strange to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't wait until you have issues. Pastor, don't you know I have issues? Haven't you noticed that it is when people have issues, the first place that they, they chalk is church. Pastor, I have issues. That's the reason why you stay away from church. <laughs> why? Because you are not used to fellowship. Said, 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 David said, yeah, when my heart is overwhelmed, he said, what? Lead me to the rock that is high. You are the God of my salvation. I run to you. Amen. The pastor, I have a lot of problems. You know, and uh, the church that you're supposed to be in, that's where you know in the first. <laughs> Why? Because we haven't we 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 see we see we see we we practice church and spiritual things as a means to 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 an end to for our self-aggrandizement. 
Amen. So the day it seems as if what our needs are not being met or something is, there's a, there's a distortion somewhere. The first thing is, mm, you hacked your, we've been going to your world, let me just stay on my own. Stay on your own. You're in trouble. Because fellowship has not been cultivated. See, someone that loves you, you don't want to go away from your lover. You just want to be around, you know, as someone was saying yesterday, you know, that, you know, that if you see a married man or a married woman that is staying very long in the office and is calling meeting of staff at 9 p.m., you think it's because of the nature of the job. Nalai. Most of the time, they don't want to go home because they are not enjoying home. So, uh, we, we need to meet our target. We need to meet uh, people who are not staying there and they are still meeting their targets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to be where you are loved. Say, what are you going to do at home? What are you going to do at home? Is it not to go and to, to go and meet your family? Yes, uh, that meet your family gagan is is the reason why I am still ticking. Praise God. Don't you miss don't you miss fellowship? See, a Christian who does not miss fellowship, the person has gone far. He has backslidden in his heart. You don't, miss, you don't miss fellowship with the Father. Praise God. You don't long to be there. Someone says, ah, you know, but I don't have, what prayer point do I have? Must you have prayer points? Did Jesus Christ have prayer point every time? Bible said, he always said, we always wanted to stay with his Father. Even after, 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 after doing plenty, mighty miracles, doing heavy crusades, he just wants to go back to that place. Amen. It takes spiritual what? Discipline. Exercise yourself. Just make up your mind. Glory to God. Someone says fasting is not in the New Testament. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ fasted. So if Jesus fasted, why, can't, why shouldn't you fast? Jesus is the Lord of the New Testament. Fast. Fast. You may look as if I'm repeating all the things I said yes, last week. Yes, I am. Brother Higgins said one time he was, he, somebody came to meet him and said, don't you have, when he was passing, he said, don't you have any other passage in the scripture to share with us? Why is it always Mark 11, 23, 24? He said, he told him, the person that, well, until you get it, I will not stay away from I will keep preaching. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you know it takes spiritual dis it takes discipline to win souls? We all know we should be winning souls, Abby. Some of us have said we are going to win souls this year, like we said last year. Amen. 
you will be like me. Don't be like me, rather. When it was time for her race, to practice for her race. While others are jogging, the serious ones who want to win the prize. Me, what will I be doing? I was young in school. I would just be gisting, just going to cashew bush and eating cashew. <laughs> and getting chased by the cashew farmer sometimes. <laughs> You know, praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, see, they, they, it said the athletes, it said they do it for a crown that perishes. They do it for a crown that what? That perishes. Something that is temporary. The man that God uses is a man Right, that is prepared through someone says uh, through 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 these daily routines of carry my Bible and read, carry my uh, my my knees beyond the floor, praying, pacing, praying, praying in tongues. You know, when we are coming to church this morning. You know, myself and all those who were in the church, they were just gisting behind me. They were just gisting behind me. And I just, I just said, why don't you, let's just pray in tongues a bit. And we prayed in tongues till we got to church. And you know, the atmosphere of the, of the car changed. The atmosphere of the car changed. Amen. I, I was the reason why, my, in my heart, I, there was just, I was, mm, no, I didn't change this atmosphere. You know, those of them who, who are spiritually sensitive would have known that that they just did something here. And we were just, we just prayed in tongues until we got to church. It helps to create your atmosphere. Praise the Lord. There's so much, so much, so much. If you, if you are spiritually grounded, nothing shakes you. Hallelujah. But it takes you disciplining yourself. Praise God. Stay with the word. Pray in the spirit. Pray. Someone said, what is the success of your life? Pray. Stay in the word. Pray. Someone said, ah, yeah. mm. let me close with this. Don't, don't let anybody talk down on praying. Don't, don't let, before you, don't allow it. Say, uh, uh, prayer, prayer. Uh, all those that have been praying, with all the prayer, what have you achieved? With all the prayer, what have you achieved? You see? You see, you see, you see, where, you see where the devil is catching? He's thinking about, talking about your Achievements. What achievement? Physical achievement. You don't measure spiritual things with glory to God. You don't. Praise God. John the Baptist. Where was he found? In the wilderness. Doing what? Eating what? Locusts and white onion. And what was his clothing? Camels. But Jesus said, of all the prophets, right, that have come before me, 
none is greater than John the Baptist. Did you see? Did you see the measure? God never measures our spirituality with material things. Never. The success of a Christian is never. Somebody say never. I think you need to tell three people, never. Never, never ever. God, never. Never. You say, oh, God is with us because, can't you see, we are prospering. Far, 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 far. Glory to God. Does God want you to prosper? Yes. But is that the measure of spirituality? No. Or else, the unbelievers who have more than what we have will be the most, most spiritual. Glory to God. Whosoever has the son has the life. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for your word. We give you glory. We give you praise. May we be established in this truth and in all righteousness. Amen. Thank you.